Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morenci. I the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between throwing it down. The Twisted Tuesday has a begun. We got a full house here uh, this evening. Kurt Heelan's going to step up and then join us from NBC Sports. And uh, there's talk that the NBA could be back on NBC. Dun 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 dun. We got coolest theme song ever. Let's just be real. So yeah, Kurt Heelan, great guest. We'll talk some NBA basketball with Kurt Heelan. Andrew McKinnis will throw it down with us. He'll bat lead off uh, tonight. We've got Steve Merrill. We'll run the gauntlet with Steve. There's a lot of stuff to unpack. Sirius XM Channel 159, Sports Grid Radio Networks. Derek Carr has officially been released uh, by the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. They were up against it as uh, they were going to be on the hook for $40 million if they didn't release him. They asked him to redo the the deal so it would make it easier for them to break up with them. And you got to love the audacity of that. Really, don't you? You know, it's always fascinated me how people... Number one, listen, people are stupid, and they get stupider every day, and they like every year and every day and stuff. But it's always fascinating to me how people will take the side of, like, the billionaire, right? If a player wants more money, he's somehow, like, greedy. But the owner, who, like, is, like, a million times richer than the player is, is somehow, like, unscathed by this. And constantly players are called out when they are discarded. The National Football League's the worst. It just is, right? It doesn't matter who you are at some point. You're not going to be treated very well. And I just don't understand why the Raiders, like, even considered, like, thought that like, he would want he would want to make them, like, their life any easier at all. And uh, he did it. Uh, Derek Carr's agent says, we wish the Raiders the best of luck. This is the tough part of the business. That's the point. It's just business. 
Time to reset for both sides. Derek chose to uh, hold on to many good memories and friendships without any ill will. That's who he is. Onward and upward for Derek Carr. And now there are reports that if they don't get Aaron Rodgers, which, you know, they're not going to. So if they don't get Aaron Rodgers, they're going to get Jimmy G. So all you Raider fans, and not all of you, but some of you, yet nobody owns anything anyways. Nobody owns anything anyways. I, you, know, I, I, you know, I see our chats and stuff. Before the Super Bowl, everybody was, oh, the Eagles are going to kill them. And now everyone's, oh, the Eagles suck. Oh, I told you the Chiefs going to win. Yeah, did you? <laughs> Show me your ticket. <laughs> did you? Right? Like, we live in a society like where people just say anything. It doesn't matter what you say after. That, 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 that was then. But for all the people... Oh, Derek Carr sucks, and Josh McDaniels amazing, and like, all right, all right, you ran Derek Carr out of town for Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo has more endurance in bed with a porn star than he does on a football field, all right? If you're looking to shoot a porno, Jimmy G's your guy. You want a quarterback, then I don't know. Let's roll. This is Sports Ranch. I am Gabriel Moranzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people who bust them, and everybody else in between. We're throwing it down. Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates, including the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio, SoCal in the house, the 50,000-watt juggernaut. Our friend, Sports Byline, in the Bay Area, kicking it uh, tonight. We've got a lot of stuff to unpack. We've got a full house. First things first. Uh, whatever you're doing on Saturday night... Uh, basically cancel your plans because we've got like the best slam dunk contest ever. Like this is the you know the most talented field ever compiled by the NBA G League. Oh wait, this is the NBA slam dunk contest? You're charging people money for this? We know that the NBA players do not like Salt Lake City, but they have taken this to a new Low, <laughs> right? To they, uh, they have taken this to an all-new low and an extreme. Like at this point, like can you imagine charging people for a slam dunk contest that involves Mac McClung? Who the hell is that? I'd rather watch Mattress Mac dunk a basketball. At least I would. Hey, can the old guy dunk? I know he's got money to bet. Can he dunk a ball? Mac freaking McClung. Well, who the Delaware Blue Coats? the hell is a Delaware blue coat? Trey Murphy, who bleeding gums Murphy. Jericho Sims. First off, you know, listen, no disrespect to any of these dudes, but you all suck and nobody cares about you, all right? Like, you know, like really Jericho Sims, I'd rather watch Chris Jericho play basketball. Like, what, what the hell is this? This is the all-star? All-star of What? Like, seriously, all-star of what? I can go down to Venice Beach and watch people, like, play this caliber of basketball. Oh, yeah, all-star. Man, they really do hate you in Salt Lake. (laughs) All-star? Welcome to the Saturday Night No-Star Skills Competition. The pile of crap. Dominique Wilkins. Dr. J. Vince Carter. Michael Jordan. Mac freaking McClung. Get the hell off my property! (laughs) 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling, the collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Marinci. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust up, and everybody else in between. We're throwing it down. It's the Twisted Tuesday. Yacker Pirtle say what? 30 and 9. 30 and 9. 30 points, 9 rebounds, and 6 blocks tonight for the Toronto Raptors. Yacker Pirtle. I thought the Raptors were selling everything. I thought OG was being traded, definitely, right? That's what everybody said for two months, all these so-called insiders. that hear the Raptors right now going on a little bit of a run. They're starting to... Um, they're starting to play good basketball right now. And I'll tell you what, Jakob Pertl makes a massive difference for this team. 30-9. and 30-9 and nine, uh, tonight. You know who's really been balling this year is Drew Holiday. This guy is this guy is money, man. Like late in games, he really is unbelievable. Clutch threes, steals, just you know, great defense. Kurt Heelan will join us a little bit later on. Uh, we'll talk NBA basketball, NBA basketball with Kurt Heelan as uh, there are reports that uh, NBC. NBC will um, will make a very, very aggressive push to get the NBA back. Yet, it doesn't mean that it still won't be on ABC and ESPN. Similar to the National Football League, the, NF- the NBA will look to uh, to uh, branch out and have be on multiple platforms. But long story short, we just want the song back, right? And the song, the song will be back. And Andrew McKenna steps up and in to join us uh, right now. McKenna's always a pleasure. How you doing tonight, McKenna's? It's always great to be here, Gabe. Doing very well, and I uh, couldn't agree more about the uh, the Raptors talk there. I think that everyone thinks you have to bring in a bunch of stuff or trade away the house. Sometimes you just need to bring in a piece, and so far that piece is working out. Yeah, they, they, they just fundamentally needed just a little, little change. Also, I think also now that the trade deadline is gone, there's no more speculation. There was a lot of speculation, and, you know, it's, it's difficult – I saw Luke Shen talking about this. It doesn't matter, guys, like if you have a ton of money or not, right? You know, listen, I got to be honest. For me, McKinnis, it wouldn't bother me as much as it seems to bother some people. 
Like, I don't understand, actually, why some athletes, like, get rattled by this. It's like, bro, you're a professional athlete, man. Like, you know, you're going to live wherever the hell you end up living. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't really get why, like, they don't get that. But even millionaires and stuff, they get rattled. And I saw an interview with Luke Shen, who's a defenseman on the Vancouver Canucks. And uh, he's probably going to get traded. And he was saying, you know, it's difficult. And... I guess, you know, the biggest thing is, I'm being selfish, I don't really realize my kid is, a lot of these dudes have kids and stuff too, right? So, you got a kid going to school in a certain city, and your wife is there, and then suddenly you get traded, and it's like, all right, well, damn, we can't take the kid out of school, and your wife isn't suddenly moving, so now you're moving to a new city without your family, and and then maybe you're a free agent, so you're only going to be there, but you might sign there, you might not, like, it's not an easy life, I get it, but that's why they pay you the big bucks. Well, exactly. I mean, there's two there's two different sides to it. We can say, right? We can say, ah, oh, they're millionaires. They shouldn't have anything to stress about in life. But guess what? Everyone stresses about stuff. You know, you could be worth a lot of money. People stress about things. They worry about things. The biggest key word to me is distraction. You know, like I'm watching the uh, the Canadians and Hawks game tonight. I'm sure the the big game everybody was watching. Uh, but like With the Connor Bernard Bowl. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But everyone's talking about the broadcast crew, Gabe. They were talking about uh, very similar to what you were just saying about the Blackhawks players. Like, I've never, like, I've watched bad teams play before, but this Blackhawks team looks like a bad team that doesn't even want to be there with each other. You know, they don't have any chemistry, and it almost seems like, you know, the trade deadline passing will be a good thing for that team as well, just so it's like, okay, at least this is our roster, you know, because I think that the word distraction is the biggest thing to use here when it comes to that, and you you talk about, you know, these guys being able to be used to this. Pat Bev said it the best. He's like, it's the business of basketball, man. I'm not offended, and nobody should be offended, Gabe. It's just how it is. Unfortunately, even though you're living your dream, it's still a business. Yeah, but you'll still be living your dream, right? The checks will clear no matter what team. As long as you're in the league, really, that's that's all that really matters. But as far as the, the Raptors are concerned, as we stated, listen, they haven't played the best teams recently, but it doesn't matter because they, the Raptors' schedule was a freaking killer, all right, like leading up to this point. And that's why they're going to be able to rack up a lot of wins. Like the Raptors are in the play-in tournament right now, and there you can just see. And it's a good point you're raised about the Blackhawks. Listen, you got a bunch of dudes on the Blackhawks, or some dudes left that have won cups, and it's time to go. Right? I mean, let's just be real. Like Kane's got to get. They should trade everybody at this point. Then you got a bunch of young dudes. So like you said, they're not having fun. There's a disconnect. You can be a bad young team, but you have fun. You're trying to build something together. If you're not all on the same page as a team, you just want to get the damn trade deadline going. But I'll tell you what, McKinnis, it's a good point to actually segue into this, that the trade deadline's way too late, man, in the NHL. Agreed. Agreed. Dude, like, you're picking people up with a month left in the season, bro. It's ridiculous. It's too late. You can't do this. Well, Gabe, would you agree that the word rental gets used a lot more in the NHL and probably for that reason? A lot of guys that uh, their contracts are expiring, they're going to go to a team and play for them for maybe yeah. three months. So for, know, put it this way, McKinnis, I know the dates. I know the dates. So listen, the um, the trade deadline is March 3rd, right? So the trade deadline is March 3rd off the top of my head. And I know that's right. And I know because I looked yesterday when the NHL playoffs start. It's April 13th. Yeah. So, so the trade deadline is March 3rd. And a month and 10 days later, the playoffs start. 
the hell is that? That's not like you can't. It's ridiculous. It's well, stupid, as guys, you stated. You're clearly just of, like buying players and renting players at the end. Well, and it looks even it looks even funnier, Gabe, when it doesn't work out very well, right? When that team gets knocked in the first round and they give up a first round pick and their number one prospect, and you look at it, an example too with a guy that had a family, Claude Giroux. Right, goes over to Florida, and that team absolutely stinks it. And now he's playing in Ottawa, and that, that, that's probably where he's, he's going to retire. Right, he's an Ottawa native. So sometimes it is. That's really what I'm funny. saying. I mean, Montreal. You lived in Philadelphia, Florida. Montreal. Yeah. So look, Giroux lived in Philadelphia for a bunch of years, Florida, and Ottawa. So he lived in three cities in a one-year calendar year. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter who you are. Like it's going to shake you up a bit. You know, Gabe, I always find that the NHL trade deadline gets so overhyped. You know how the hockey media is, and then it just doesn't end up being very Yeah, because they're a bunch of psycho losers. They just hype it up too much, right? I do think this year will be a bit better. I I never really try and get excited about it because it won't. (laughs) But we have to remember, there already has been two trades, right? The Tarasenko (laughs) trade and Bo Horvat trade. Not everything. I think one thing that's clear is that these NHL GMs, they do not want to wait until the day of anymore. And I feel like that's been a big point. And, and watch what happens this year, Gabe. I'm telling you, there's, there aren't as many as when I was growing up right at the deadline, right when midnight strikes. I mean, the Bo Horvat trade and, and Tarasenko trades might be two of the bigger ones of the deadline. Let's be honest here. Tarasenko to the Rangers is a huge deal. And that's like, what, a month out? These nut jobs, bro. The, the hockey media, they've been promoting the trade deadline for two months, and it's a month away still. It's like yeah. three weeks away or whatever. Like, it's like, guys, like, man, you make, like you said, there's no bigger waste of time than the NHL trade deadline. And you should watch, like, the, the NHL network, TSN, like, the main hockey networks. It really is comical. It looks like a PBS freaking telethon. You got, and like, 32 dudes. Show. Yeah. Do an eight-hour show about it to talk about like some guy that's like a fourth liner getting traded for a six-round pick. Some people take the day off of work for this crap. <laughs> brutal. It is Absolutely. a lot later though than the NBA deadline. That's for sure, Gabe. I was thinking about that yesterday. It's a lot weirder. It really is a, a one-month pretty much rental, especially if you get out yeah, yeah, the first stupid. round. That's what it is. It's stupid. Sports are stupid. Why is it the NBA All-Star game now? There's like 20 games left in a regular season and having an All-Star game. This should have been two months ago. Like, how come no one noticed this? How come we didn't know? What are we doing? What, what's wrong with you people? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. 
the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You tell that son of a bitch no Yankee is ever coming to Houston. Not as long as you bastards are running things. Hey, now, now speak up, George. I can't hear you. You tell that son of a bitch no Yankee is ever coming to Houston. Not as long as you bastards are running things. George. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Ramsey, Sirius XM Channel 159, Sports Grid Radio Networks. Andrew McCannis uh, with us uh, right now. We'll get back to, uh, you know what? Uh, well, I want to get into the NHL with McCannis, but uh, we were talking about Yaka Pertle earlier. Yaka Pertle had 30 points and uh, six blocks tonight while shooting 85% from the field. Uh, unbelievable performance. I don't think he got to the free throw line either, uh, to be honest. I think that's another thing he did tonight. He's the first Raptor player in history with 30 points and five blocks in a home game. Isn't this unbelievable how Masai always does it, uh, Andrew? He just always does it. <laughs> he doesn't, like, whatever he does just turns to gold. Everybody thought the Raptors were going to trade everybody, and instead and instead, they make the move, and they bring in uh, Jakob Pertl. So it's unbelievable. Yeah, players with 30 points and six blocks while shooting 85% from the field in the last 30 seasons. Shaquille O'Neal, uh, Sabonis, David Robinson, and Hakeem Olajuwon. Not bad company that uh, Jakob Pertl just uh, joined uh, tonight. All right. Uh, so, yeah, go on, Andrew. I was going to say, Gabe, I know it, I shouldn't have to say this. This shouldn't even have to be mentioned. But what's so great about Masai is that he doesn't care about what the media says, about what's going on in the league or what the players are demanding. He's he's sticking to his plan, really. And like that move, like I said, it's all about moving a piece. He's playing chess while other people are playing checkers, man. Because guess what? Everybody was bashing this move. Nobody thought it would be great for them. It was told to be insignificant. Did you see the headlines, Gabe? The headlines were almost like demeaning the Raptors, demeaning the management crew. But guess what? The GM of the because Raptors the, is yeah. not... He's not a pushover, right? Like the other Because he league, didn't he, do... Because he didn't do what the weasels in the media said he they, he should do, right? Well, you should trade. Mm-hmm. Why? Why should they? Dude, there's a promo we have running on our network. I said it before the trade. I said, why would a Raptors trade OG? He doesn't make that much money. He's under contract for two years. Yeah, but. Yeah. Like, it, people are just morons, bro. And they just, you know. And we, you know as well as I do. They don't know anything about the Raptors. But, guys, this is unbelievable. Um, Jakob Pertl had 30 points tonight without having a single free throw. <laughs> like, wow. I'm telling awesome. you, I saw that earlier. I don't know. I think he's like the second player. I don't know. I might be the first player. I got so many stats in front of me. and I'm, I'm looking. I got a bunch of pages open. But, yeah, Pertl goes off uh, tonight. Uh, big, uh, big performance. I want to get the, cool, uh, the free throw stat, though, here. I think it's cool when a random thing happens to your team that you're a fan of. Like for me as a Canadians fan, I had no idea they were going to get Kirby Doc at the you know at the draft, but it was awesome. You know what I mean? Like everybody feels like they have to know what's coming these days. It's very weird to me. 
How about this? You mentioned the Montreal Canadiens. Jake Allen tonight, first Canadiens goaltender with a home shutout versus the Chicago Blackhawks since Patrick Waugh on March 19th, 1988. Yes. <laughs> uh, so bad that man's not last time. Well, they don't play all the time. <laughs> Sorry, please. So, so in other words, the Canadians have a shutout the Black. You know what they said? First Canadians goaltender. Just cut to the chase. Say the Canadians have a shutout the Blackhawks at home since 1988. All right. That's how bad the Blackhawks are. How about this? Scotty Barnes, 21 years old, 197 days. Youngest player in Raptors history to get to 2,000 career points. Wow. Also, this is is real weird about the Raptor game tonight, guys. The Raptors were the first team in the NBA in 18 years. (laughs) This is whacked. The Raptors are the first team in 18 years to be losing at the half of a basketball game when they shot 70% or better from the field in the first half. That's not great. Shows their defense sucks. <laughs> that's what that's what it that's that, that, that that's uh that's what that shows. Uh, speaking of trades uh, in the NHL too, Eric Carlson, he could help someone, huh? I was I saw a rumor the other day that Eric Carlson to the Edmonton Oilers. You like that move? Yeah, that, I think that'd be awesome for them. But uh, they also just—I don't think they really need offense. So that's the thing, Gabe. They need like a, a rock solid. He's an offensive defense defenseman. defenseman. That's the thing, right? I don't. Do you think they need? Def- and the, here's the thing. Because, I would take him because you know, he's so good. Like it's like you don't say no to talent like that, right? Of course. It's like yeah, yeah, we're taking him. He's better than what he's better. You know what I mean? I get it. He's offensive, but. I would get him, and you got to do it. If you really want to win a cup, if you're Edmonton, you're really serious about this, get get Carlson and get a stay-at-home blue chip. Doesn't have to be a superstar. That's, you know what I mean, second group, rock-solid defenseman that'll get the damn puck out of the effing zone, bro. And then they got a puncher's chance. I mean, they're a lot better right now than the other team in Alberta. I'll tell you that. What a disgrace that team is over there. They cannot hold. I was on the Sens last night. How about the Sens tonight, bro? How about this goalie? You see this goal last night? Yeah, yeah. Last night they did it with this the twenty-one year old or whatever. He's twenty-one, twenty-two. The Mads uh, Mad Soglin kid, Sogard, Sogard, sorry, Sogard. Talking to them. This goalie. So last night, guys, they started their AHL goalie. He's a Swedish kid. They have high hopes for him. He's six foot seven. He's been good. Like he's, you know, he was good in the Swedish and the Swedish, you know, youth stuff and all that. And he's a good goalie. So they got they got hopes for him, but he's their AHL goalie. He won the game for them last night. Four three. They win the game. Tonight, they start their AHL backup. So the backup to on the on the on the minor league team played tonight. Uh what is it? Mandalisi. Um how about this? Most saves in NHL history in an NHL debut. Ken Reggett, 48 saves, December 8th, 1983. Kevin is 46 tonight, bro. It's unbelievable. And he looked, he looked calm, confident, comfortable. We saw the energy. He was excited after some big saves or after that victory, but... And, of course, it had to go to a shootout, too. You know, what a performance by them. And, you know, Gabe... I think you and I have talked about this before, but I want to get your take on this. Uh, And also, as far as the Carlson situation goes, 
his contract is way too steep. That's the only thing about that. But I want to get your, your take on the overtime losses. You and I have talked about regulation points and stuff like that. But when you're handicapping and you're betting on the NHL, do you see it as a skill that some of these teams have the ability to push games to overtime? Or do you look at some of these teams with the overtime losses and you're like, man, they don't even deserve to be there. You know, you know what's crazy? The Calgary Flames, they have two more wins than the Montreal Canadiens game. Does that sound right to you? That's, That's the thing about the NHL these days. I Some know. of these teams get rewarded with a single point for being so bad in overtime. And it's hard for me to argue it because it's three on three. Right. Well, how about Everybody this? Everybody I talk to loves three on three, but as a better, I hate it. It's funny. You see, you were talking about this because to speak to the Ottawa Senators, I have a point win total on the Senators point total. I kind of gave up on it, but they're hot as hell right now. And I think they can get there, but Dude, the Senators don't have a shootout loss on the season. Like, that's pretty crazy, it, man. Like, so I don't know if they think yet they go to overtime. So, so shootout wins too. I don't know. I do think. Listen, number one, we all we could talk about the point system sucking. I do think teams are playing for ties, Andrew. Dude, if you're up on a team, how the hell are they going to catch you if you just get a point every night? You know what I'm saying? Even if they win. It's like a two-for-one deal. It's like, hey, all right, you got two, but we still got one, even though we lost in overtime. It doesn't matter. And you you clearly see this, right? It's very soccer-like, where the last five minutes of regular season games now, some teams, man, they both like to lead up a minute behind the net. You know what I mean, bro? That whole, they'll just, the defensemen, they'll look up at the clock. Some teams want the point, and they'll, they'll deal with it. They've got to change it up. But it's just it's amazing that the, the Ottawa Senators played last night. And so they just won back-to-back games, bro, with AHL goalies between the pipes. Pretty crazy stuff. Very impressive. And it goes, it goes to show a team can rally around, and it also goes to show, you know what? Those guys are pros. Those guys have been waiting for that opportunity, waiting for that shot. They're down there in the minors, and they get that shot. Yeah. They knew that might have been their only one. You know, if they have a bad performance, you, when, will, when will they get that next opportunity, Gabe? You don't have AHL hockey now in your town. It's um, Q, right? Junior hockey. But I've said this before, and I, I, I stand by it. And it's factual. The the smallest jump between between like the minor leagues and 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 a pro league is the AHL to the NHL. McInnes, dudes in the AHL are good. Like I was watching the NHL, uh, the, the AHL All-Star game the other night and the AHL skills competition and all that. And you have the sound down, bro. Like, it was the same damn thing. The only difference is there's no Austin Matthews there. You know what I mean, McKinnis? Like, an AHL team, they're all sort of third liners, but they're good. But, you know what I mean? They don't have – it's like MLS. MLS soccer is really, really good, but – Teams have a hard time finishing around the net because they don't have that superstar sniper because the superstar snipers in Europe, right? So Great comparison, great comparison. Yeah, you you know what I mean, Andrew. It's that feel. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you see these teams in soccer. It's like man, they get the ball into the box, but they can't finish. They don't have that finisher. And HL hockey is the same thing. It's like they're freaking good, but they don't have some guy that's gonna snipe you. But you drop the guy in the league, you can play in the NHL, no problem. Like, there's not a, like, AHL hockey and NHL hockey is really not that much of a difference. The only difference is the skill position, guys. Just, and, and that's what I'm saying. The goalies can step up, no problem. Bring it.
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just ain't sucked. Well, I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. This is Sports Ridge. I am Renzi. All right. Uh, we'll move on. I want to get to some picks, but we're just sort of talking about the NHL and some of the stupidity of stuff. So I see this, Andrew. It says the uh, Andrew McKinnis from Wager Talk joining me. I am Gabriel Renzi. It says... Uh, the, the, the Bruins. So the Bruins beat the Stars tonight 3-2. I was on the under 5.5. I'm an idiot because I said tonight on the show that um, Providence, the Providence College basketball, Providence and Creighton would go to overtime, but I didn't get to bet it, and I missed out on that, McKinnis. I called them before the game started. I said, this game's going to go overtime, and it did. And I freaking said this game would go 3-2. I said, somebody will win 3-2, go under 5.5, and, and then I freaking added Dallas to this after. But anyways... I see uh, NHL uh, NHL Bruins match NHL record for fewest game to reach 40 wins in a season. Yeah, but it's a pile of crap. Like, don't compare it like to like the the Canadians of the 70s or the Islanders getting to 40 games or something because they weren't winning and like they weren't getting points and stuff, and they weren't winning these games. There wasn't overtime. Their games were ties. So it's deceptive. It's starting to upset me when I see these Boston Bruin record things. It's like, yeah, you're conveniently leaving out that there's a new freaking format. And, of course, they have more points. It's like LeBron James and his stupid little, like, record that he broke there. Guy he got 9,000 points and three-point shots. Yeah, Kareem hit one three-point shot. <laughs> so, but anyways, how about this, though, Andrew? Tonight is the first time this season in the NHL that three games went to a shootout on the same night. Hmm. I find that hard to believe. Me too. Me Sounds too. fake. And you know Sounds what? made up. <laughs> I, I kind of want to see more go to a shootout just so that they do something about the overtime. Does that make some sense? I, I want to see more shootouts. No, I know. I know. But I don't. I, as a fan, I like it. But if I have money on a game, I, I do not want to see a shootout, you know. And uh, as far as what you said there, Gabe, about the, uh, the under five and a half and three, two. I'm telling you, that happens all the time. Like, I swear it's actually worth a wager for exact score. To take both, both teams 3-2. Yeah. Just take both of them, for right? For sure. At 6-1 to one or 5-1 to one or 7-1 to one or whatever. And under 5.5s have been very successful. Like, at start of the year, Gabe, I learned from my mistakes very quickly. Start of the year, I was like, oh, I over 5.5, <laughs> low, low number. Let's go over. 
And then I started to see it. I was like, man, these five and a half. But to your point, it was always three, two, you know. But one thing I can't take away from the Boston Bruins, and some people will look at it completely different. Gabe, a lot of the games that they've won have actually been like this game tonight. You're and right. some people will say, well, they've struggled through it. They haven't been able to just blow teams out. I'm telling you, come postseason, come the end of the season, when people are wondering about focus and attention to detail, I'm not, I watch a lot of the mic'd up stuff. I watched the mic'd up against the Pittsburgh Penguins at uh, Fenway at the, uh, uh, at the uh, Winter Classic there. That is a leadership core. I mean, that is it, it almost has kind of like last dance vibes to it. Obviously, it's not the same scenario at all, but lots of older players on that Bruins team. You know, a guy like Nick Foligno, it's his second year with the team, one of the biggest leaders and most outspoken guy on the team, you know. And I think it's really good long-term for them, Gabe, that they're winning these 3-2 games, you know. They're not blowing everybody out. But I don't know about you. That still impresses me. I don't care if you blow teams out. Get the job done. I look at the Boston Bruins, and it's hard It's hard to um, find any holes in them, Right? You know, you look at this team, they really are. Like, you watch this team. It's not just their – some teams will have good records, but they're really not as good as they, they appear. But Boston really are difficult. They have elite goaltending. They block a million shots. They they play the body. They play the puck. They clog the lanes. They they don't give up a lot of scoring opportunities, McKinnis. I, that's the big thing that caught my eye. I'm like, man, like – they're like security guards or something. Like, you go through one of them, there's another guy there. They they systematically just, they're smart. They're always in position. They're just a damn good, solid hockey team. But there's some good teams going to be coming at them here. I don't know if the Leafs are one of them. I'm looking here right now. I'm starting to buy in on the Carolina Hurricanes. But ultimately, ah, I said the Rangers before the year started. You like the Tarasenko move here? Listen, the Rangers, Rangers are going to be a dangerous team in the playoffs. They're going to be a tough out. They they need better goaltending, though. He, he's got to get back to the way he was. Yeah, I'll give you two 15-to-1s. I mean, the Dallas Stars and the New York Rangers are two great. That's my team, of, the even... Dallas Stars now. I'm on that wagon, even though they lost tonight. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, so there's no arguments with us here. I mean, at the prices especially that we're getting, you know, at the, at the current numbers that we're getting, I think there's lots of value there. Um, you know who I've really lost faith in? The Minnesota Wild. They, they've almost been. They've almost been. I never had in faith in them. <laughs> well, I never loved them, but I also had more respect for them than I do now. That's for damn sure. You know, but they're a team that I really cannot trust on any given night. And you look at certain teams with value. You want to use the word value? You've got the Flames, the Penguins, twenty-five to one. You know the Jets, twenty-eight to one. Why are the Jets twenty-eight to one? What should that tell us, Gabe, about really what they're capable of and what the books think they're capable of? Um, I'm seeing the Jets. Is, that's a good number because I'm seeing seventeen to one in front of me right now. Okay. Let me check another place. I'm gonna let me double check this. Uh, I got seventeen to one. The Jets. Jets are the Jets. The problem with the Jets is they're the Jets. And that's the biggest problem. <laughs> Looking for the best way of putting it. A team, the Winnipeg's can't win. Like it just, it won't happen. Teams from Canada can't win. So I don't just, I don't see a Winnipeg. Winnipeg are like the Chargers or something. Like they're good. They always they'll they'll tease their fans. I bought in in that Dustin Bufflin like era, you know, like five seven years ago or whatever. But let me see the updated numbers at FanDuel right now. I had multiple books. 
uh, open. There as well. I was going to say the um, a team that I think that people aren't talking about that won't be an easy out either. All right, so let's see here. All right. You know what, McKinnis? 28-1 to 1 at FanDuel. Winnipeg Jets. There we go. Just for yeah, the record. I lying to you. It wasn't a no, made I didn't, book. See, it wasn't. I it didn't wasn't. think you were. That's why I said. No, let's check other books. <laughs> this is crazy. For the record, I'm looking right now. Bet365 has the Winnipeg Jets at 17-1. to 1. It's not like, the hell's that? They have a lot of customers in Winnipeg or something? Do you have the Canadian one, like the app with the flag on it? I'm checking. Uh, now I'm, now I'm going to check, uh, check BetMGM. Well, Bet365 has the same numbers everywhere. I mean, what about like they, the Lightning, Gabe? I mean, the Lightning, the Hurricanes, to me, they're the team that I've been riding in the playoffs the past few years. And, of course, this might be the year they end up doing it when I'm not involved with them. But the Rangers were kind of my preseason pick. But the Lightning now, if you can, get, if anybody can get them better than 10 to 1, I think we're foolish yeah, not dangerous. to get involved. Right? Like, you know, that's the thing with them. They pull, off it, they pull it off again against Colorado. I know Colorado's injured tonight, but they win that one in a shootout. They beat them two weeks ago or last week. Tampa Bay finds the way to get it done. If you look at the score sheet every time the Tampa Bay Lightning play, Gabe, if they scored five Hold on, goals. Sorry, buddy. Bet MGM has the Jets at 31 to 1. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, I'm doing some shopping here. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Just looking around here. Wow is right. It's a weird, like, normally you don't see the number being all this different, right? In different books? Not by that you know much. What? Gabe, they have more points than every team in the Pacific Division. I was going to say, what about the L.A. Kings? What are your thoughts on the L.A. Kings? It's funny you say that. I was just talking about them today. I, I really do like them. I think they're, they're, they're built very well. They do have a strong goaltender, and that, that was kind of they a play playoff style they hockey. They have good goaltending. They're deep, right? All four lines play defensive oh. hockey. You know, like, like you just said, they play playoff hockey. I'm not saying they play not to lose by any means, but each forward is very aware of protecting their own end. They capitalize on chances. And let's be honest here. If you watch their games, you if they score four goals, you might see one or two tic-tac-toe top corner goals, but they score the goals, Gabe, that you want to see your team score when you bet on them or you're cheering for them. The ones that might not get you out of the seat, but they just are consistent. That's what the LA Kings do. So uh, I'm with you on them. Um, how about a team that I think is going to fall off in the second half of the season game, the Kraken? I faded them last week. I'm going to fade them again here coming up. I tried fading them in the first half of the season a little bit, and they went on a nine-game winning streak. So it's kind of take two for Andrew here fading them because it didn't work out <laughs> last time. <laughs> you were early. You got to own it. Uh, right? You got to own it. <laughs> what do you think tomorrow night the New York Rangers are minus 200 favorites in Vancouver against the Canucks? Canucks coming off of um, two consecutive beatdowns to the Detroit Red Wings. Defensive issues have been a problem. Six and a half. Rangers are, are playing really good hockey. Hard to believe Vancouver can win this game. I don't think they can. And I follow the Canucks very closely. We've, you know, we've made a lot of money betting on Canuck games this year. The Rangers are the play here, but it's minus 200. So I guess it's parlay material unless you want to lay the goal and a half. Laying a goal and a half is plus money, though, bro. bro. It's plus 140. And when the, you've seen 
Nobody. I'm telling you, the Canucks, when they lose at home, they lose at home. <laughs> like, they have multiple blowout losses at home. That's why, like, their fan base gets so mad because they on the road, they don't suck. They seem to win and whatever. They play entertaining hockey and stuff. And then they go home and they lose 5-1 every night or 7-2 or stuff like that. So, I don't, I don't, I don't see how they're going to stop the Rangers here tomorrow. I can't see it. I mean, I, I don't really know what I would be able to. A lot of handicappers like to say they can make a case for both both sides. I couldn't here. I mean, there's not, there's, I'd have to be pulling stuff out of thin air to be able to tell you that I expect them to play very well. The one thing I can say is I do think the coaching situation was good for them. I don't like how Bruce Boudreaux was was treated, but some of the stuff I'm seeing in quotes, and they're, they're, I'm not really a huge quotes guy, but with stuff like this with a new coach, it's important to read. He seems like he wants to go back to basics. And if you're anybody that reads into that stuff, Gabe, you know what he's saying is that this is not going to get better anytime soon. That's what he's telling us. If anybody wants to get a better price, and if you are a team total better, you can get to over three and a half goals at minus 135 tomorrow for the New York Rangers. Red Wings get six. Red Wings get five. Islanders get five. Rangers get four. Devils get five. That's the last several games here for teams and the amount of goals they've scored against the Vancouver Canucks at minus 135. Gabe, can I sell you on the team total over here for the Rangers? Yeah, I don't have any problem uh, with that. It's very, I don't at all. It's very chalky night tomorrow night. Toronto Maple Leafs. So the Blackhawks got shut out tonight in Montreal. Now they're in Toronto tomorrow. The Maple Leafs minus 450 favorites. Minus 450. The Lightning, minus 235 in Arizona. The uh, the Edmonton Oilers, 225 home favorites over the Detroit Red Wings. Buffalo Sabres. Bro, what the what kind of world do we live in when the Buffalo Sabres are minus 200 road favorites against the Ducks? And the Rangers are minus 200 road favorites. Very chalky night tomorrow night. Look, dude, how many games are there? So what, there's uh, there's six pack. Six pack, six games in the NHL tomorrow. Only one of them have odds of less than minus 200. And that's Colorado plus 115 at Minnesota minus 135. Yeah, it's a chalky night tomorrow. But guess what? It's also a night that I could see some goals. Uh, Besides one game, I think you can make a case for lots of goals. And that one game, I can make a case for a kind of a lower scoring game. Blackhawks, Maple Leafs. We talked about how the Maple Leafs are more of a, 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 you know, a better defending team this year. They're a different team, and the the risk they took going against Samsonov and Matt Murray seems to have paid off, at least with Samsonov. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. 
But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Quickest 180 minutes in sports talk radio. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Moranzi. We're wrapping things up with Andrew McKinnis right now. Kurt Heelan from NBCSports.com will throw it down uh, with us. We got Steve Merrill joining us at level three as well. So, Andrew, what do you like uh, tomorrow? What catches your eye? And you're, are you ready for some XFL football? I'm going to have to get ready because uh, I'm going to talk about it with you. I'm going to be betting it for sure, so i got to study up on it. But uh, more so, I'm ready for the CFL. That's a few months away, though. But uh, I'll be getting into the XFL, but uh, I don't think as much as you, Gabe. But from what I've been told by you, bet unders early in the season. Is that correct? Yes, that is my theory for, for all these secondary leagues. It's worked out well. That is until it doesn't, right? <laughs> until Until it doesn't. But there's only four games a week here, so... You know, at worst you go two and two. I'm going to come swinging, swing. I'm going to come out swinging uh, with the unders uh, this week. Obviously, I want to see the numbers. We've got futures. Haven't seen any game lines yet. Looking forward to the game lines. But um, we've got XFL football all weekend long, including the uh, season kicks off Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern on ABC with the uh, Vegas Vipers. And the Arlington Renegades. Give me the Renegades. McKinnis, best bet tomorrow night. Colorado, plus 120 underdogs tomorrow against the Wild. McKinnis picks online. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. Kurt Heedland steps up and in. We'll talk some NBA and more. Bring it. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.